Tonight on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we are previewing week two. It's time for Garbage Time. Welcome into Garbage Time Fantasy Football Football Podcast. I am your host, Ron Seymour, and I'm joined today by JJ LaPlante. I only stumbled through my words a little bit right there. How are you doing, JJ? I'm good. I was actually laughing at uh, Joe's text that he just sent us. He says, Andy Reid and buns, hot crust buns. I think he's <laughs> hot crust, but you know, I'm sure you're the viewer there, Joe. So go look that one up. <laughs> All right, so as I said in the beginning, we are previewing week the week two slate of games. We're going to get through as many as possible. I'm not having an hour and a half long podcast right now. Uh, so if we don't get through them all, well, that's what happens when we don't get paid to do this. Um, if you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Also go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review to help out the show. We can also be found on Spotify and all major platforms that you can listen to podcasts on. Make sure you visit our website, www.garbagetimeff.com, and leave us voicemails or hate mails. Uh, Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football and Twitter at Garbage underscore Time FF. I miss anything? I think you got it. All right, let's uh, pop into the news. News updates. All right. And here what we have in the news. We're just going to run through some of the injury updates that we have. First on my list here is uh, J.K. Dobbins is fully practiced, fully practiced two days in a row now. Uh, looks like he'll probably be a go for week two. Is he a go for fantasy in week two? It's, it's risky. Um, but I think if you drafted him, you, you probably – he's probably your RB2. So I, I think you, you're going to roll the dice. Apparently the Ravens said, holy shit, I'm not doing Mike Davis and Kenny and Drake. We got to get this guy rolling. So I don't think yeah, he's going to get 20 carries, but I think he'll have 12 to 15 touches. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a case where he probably could have played week one, but it was only week one. Let him get that extra week in. He should be a full goal for J.K. Dobbins. I'm probably going to play him. Uh, there are multiple Buccaneers not practicing. Mike yes. Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, and Leonard Fournette. Um, Godwin, I don't expect to play week two. He's got that hamstring injury. But what about Evans, Julio, and Fournette? You think this is just veteran rest days for all three of them pretty much? Julio was designated as a knee. Um, I can't remember what Evans was. But Julio legitimately had a knee, and he's been out a couple of days. And what was it for Evans? I can't remember. I know Brady was a veteran day, but um, I think uh, they're saying concerning injury. I should have, yeah, hamstring. It's hamstring. It's always hamstring with Mike Evans. It's always shoot. hamstring. <laughs> He'll probably be a game time decision. Um, if you have him and he's active, you're probably starting him, but he typically sucks versus the Saints, so it's just not a, a great situation right now. And if some reason Evans, Godwin, and Julio all misses, do we have uh, trust in playing Russell Gage, who's at practice again? Or I would, even if like 
even if like Julio misses, you're already not going to have Godwin. I think yeah. Gage could have a pretty significant uh, role in this game. Like you think about okay. how the Saints match up, they have a pretty good pass rush with Camp Jordan. Brady obviously wants to get rid of it quick. I think he could be a sneaky DFS play or flex play for you. All right. Uh, DeAndre Swift has missed two practices now. Um, are we concerned? The beat writers made it sound like it's very, they're being very cautious with him. So I think it's a conservative approach by the Lions. And he obviously had a decent workload Sunday, but um, I think he will be active, but definitely monitor it. Um, if he's not active, I assume it would be Jamal Williams and Craig Reynolds splitting carries. So get Jamal Williams on your rosters now. If you don't have him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pittman did not practice. That's uh, scary, and this one was uh, – I wish I had my list up from earlier. It got went away on me. I don't think it was hamstring. Um, do you re- recall what it was offhand? I think it's a quad for uh, Pittman, if I'm remembering correctly. So, yeah, right. it's concerning when, it, when he has a limited and then – a DNP the day after, like maybe at a setback. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's not great. Yeah, quad. Yeah, Michael Pittman has got a quad injury at the moment. So, concerning, definitely keep an eye out. If he doesn't play, it's a big problem for a lot of parts of that offense. And they have uh, Alec Pierce and concussion protocol too. So, they could be very thin at receiver Sunday. So, Again, another sneaky guy. If both those guys are inactive, you think about Paris Campbell, maybe. Yeah. All right. Alvin Kamara is ribs, was a spectator at practice, is what it says. <laughs> uh, I think they're just being cautious with his ribs. I don't think they're just wanting to get out there and get hit a bunch of times. So I'll probably wear a flak jacket during the game and probably be fine. Uh, Kittle didn't practice again. Uh, same injury as last week. It's a groin. Groin. Yeah, it's not so, good. And a lot of fantasy doctors I've seen talk on it say it's probably going to be a lingering thing for the season and could easily be re-aggravated. So it's just yeah, it's a hard start. Plus, Kittle, it's not good. It's hard to start, and plus, we don't know what Trey Lance is actually going to look like. So. And they're saying, uh, I think there's like an 84% chance it's going to rain in his game. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. So nice. he might have to run it back. Uh, all right. So some positive news. Alan Lazard uh, recorded two limited practices. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is really hoping he uh, gets out there quick because he needs some help. Uh, if he starts, he's in your lineup, right? Depending on who you have, yeah, he could be a flex play. Um, yeah, Rodgers has declared him his one, so if he plays, he's going to target him. But I'm not sure if Jalen Johnson would follow him, but we'll get into this game in a little bit on uh, who I think may be the place for this one. But, yeah, if, if you have him, he definitely could go in your flex spot. All right, and Najee, Najee, Najee practiced fully. So he's – in right i mean you drafted him high if he's if he's practicing and playing you got to play him yeah if he's active you're starting him 
you don't feel great about the matchup or how the Steelers draw line looked. So kind of unfortunate, but you're hoping he uh, gets some more passing work this week. Maybe the game script will be a little different, but yeah. Oh, we got comments that I'm not paying attention to. Oh, I'm not listening to Joe's comments. <laughs> Kyle Phillips, a sneaky ass DFS pick for this weekend. I don't know. You have to monitor his injury. He's been out with a shoulder injury. So that's what you have to look for. All right. And uh, unless you have any other injuries that you know of, uh, we will go ahead and get right into the preview. Thank you. Like that drop, JJ, but it needs to be about nine seconds shorter. Oh, it's 30 seconds. Yeah, it's 29, but it needs to be about nine seconds shorter. Um, all right, we're gonna just not talk about the Chargers Chiefs game since it's literally at halftime right now. And whoever we tell you to start, well, it's too fucking late. So we will get right on to the first game on the docket, and that's the Patriots at the Steelers. Uh, what do we trust about this Patriots offense? Is there any good plays against this, you know, very good Steelers defense? Oh, the good news for them is TJ Watt's going to miss. Sounds like about a month and a half, so he won't be out there. But they still have a pretty solid unit. Um, And you don't like – you didn't like a lot of what you saw last week from their offense. I don't think I would play a single pass catcher with the exception of maybe Jacoby Myers in the the flex if – if you're looking for somebody, um, but the running backs, I guess could be a little bit more interesting. We, we saw Ty Montgomery go on IR, so he's not going to be in the way anymore. So hopefully like maybe Stevenson will emerge as a pass catching back this week. But for now I would not play them in either Patriot running back unless I had to. All right. Um, is this going to be a low-scoring, run-heavy game for both teams? I mean, the Patriots' defense is good, uh, and the Steelers' defense is good, even without T.J. Watt. I just I foresee them running a lot, and both teams just trying to control the clock. Yeah, I, I don't think this is going to be very high-scoring, like 17-20 to 20 type game, I think. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah, there's, there's really not anyone that – I mean, you're starting Najee, Friar Muth, and Deontay Johnson. Other than that, I don't think there's really anybody you're looking at in this one. Yeah, I got my guaranteed starts as Najee, Deontay, and Friar Muth, and I'm right there with you, and I agree with your, if you need to, Jacoby Myers in your flexes. That's probably deeper leagues, but yeah. Okay. Um, Do we want to say who we think is going to win each one? Sure. I mean, I uh, put my picks in. All right, go ahead. Uh, who you uh, who you got winning this? I went with the Steelers at home. I too went with the Steelers at home. I just I think right now I want to see more from the Patriots before I can pick them to win a game. Mac Jones had a, a tummy ache today and didn't practice, so yeah, he had the back spasms. I think they're just giant. 
giant whiner. All right, next game is Panthers at Giants. Uh, will Barkley have the same usage in week two that he did week one? I think so. Um, I mean, I think you pretty much touched on it in our review. Like, the offense runs through Barkley, right? He's the best player they have. Looks like his old self, so I think he's going to have 20 touches again and be the focal point of this one. Uh, and I did see, you know, uh, Kadarius Tony has a hamstring injury, so Andy maybe that's why he didn't get the, the usage. Third string team, I saw too. Yeah, Andy was practicing with third string, so who knows what's going on with that situation? So right now, Barkley is definitely probably getting everything that he can. Uh, on the other side of the ball, we'll see him see get more work than he did in Week One. He saw abnormally low usage for him. Uh, is this just a product of Baker Mayfield not realizing that he has a superstar running back and he'll rectify that situation or? I mean, I think they need to sit down and look at that and address it. Like it's not hard to throw him a swing route and let him work. So yeah, I think they'll try and lean on him a little more this week. Yes. Uh, they need to. Okay. Do we trust anyone in the passing game for either team quarterbacks, tight ends, anyone? And this one, I think only besides the running backs, I think really the only skill position guy you're looking at is DJ Moore. Uh, I know Robbie Anderson had a good game. He, he had eight targets. We'll see if he can do that again. But uh, for now, I think DJ Moore is the only guy. Yeah, uh, I actually kind of like Robbie Anderson. I know people, you know, a lot of his stuff came off that 175-yard bomb, but he had a lot of targets. I think he had, I want to say, seven or eight targets. Yeah, I think and, and the Giants defense uh, is not that good. Uh, I did hear promising reports that Kayvon Thibodeau might be back for them, so hopefully he can do something. Um, another one is I know Richie, what Richie James? I mean, he got a lot of targets in Week One. Uh, you, if you have room on your bench and you're not hurting, maybe stash him just see what his usage is in Week Two. I mean, PPR he could be something. Don't start him this week, but he might be someone you want to stash if you have deeper benches in big yeah, leagues. We, we just need a couple more weeks to see what the Giants are going to do. Like, yeah, Shepard didn't get like any targets really. Uh, yeah, Tony's just in had the, the doghouse appears. Robinson's hurt. Yeah. So um, it, Richie James might be the only guy there at the be. moment. <laughs> could be. All right. Anything else about this team or league or game? Jeez. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving on. Jets at Browns. Another what I see is a low-scoring game. Uh, Joey Brissett and Joe Flacco. Oh, I forgot. Who do you got? You got the Panthers beating the Giants. I got the Giants beating the Panthers. I personally will not pick against the Giants until they lose. So, um, right, low-scoring Jets at Browns. Uh, will either offense look better in Week Two than it did Week One? No. I mean, the Browns ran the ball. I think they'll be able to run the ball again. But yeah, definitely against the Jets. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Jacoby Brissett throws for over two hundred yards. Yeah, uh, and working right into that, will uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both have big games again? Nick Chubb went over for hundred yards. Kareem Hunt had the two TDs. All right, Kevin Stefanski, you asshole. Give Nick Chubb the goal line carries. 
<laughs> he's the one that should get him. That's like his body type and everything. Like he's great in the goal line. I think he gets one this week. Um, on the other side of the ball, will the splits between Carter and Brees Hall be any different? Or are we expecting to see more of the same? I don't know. I Browns have a pretty good defense. I know they gave up the big play last week, but they have a great front. So I think it's probably looks a little similar. Maybe they give Brees a few more touches, but Carter looked pretty good. So I, I don't think they're going to change the formula unless they struggle with him. All right. I, don't, I much- will say I don't think they want Joe Flacco to throw the ball 59 times again. So no, there probably will be more carries in this one. Um, and much like the last game we talked about, are there any pass catchers that we trust? I know Garrett Wilson had a lot of targets, but they're Joe nobody, Flacco targets. Nobody from the Browns. Elijah Moore is a, a flex, a fringe flex, I guess. I don't think you can start Wilson. Obviously not Corey Davis. Again, it's another one we got to see it play out and see if those yeah. targets change a little bit. I, I expect more to get a few more targets this week. So <laughs> I like it. Nice. More for more. All right. Yes. And who do you got winning? We both got the Browns, right? Browns. Sorry. Yeah, Joe. we all got the Browns except Joe, who picks the Jets. <laughs> Nerd. All right. Colts at Jaguars. The big question is will the Colts use Jonathan Taylor more in the beginning of the game? Or are they going to be foolish like they were last week? I think they'll maybe wake up a little bit and realize, especially if one of the two starting receivers are out. If those two receivers miss, I will probably flip to the Jaguars. I maybe already should after what they did to the Colts last year in week 18. So <laughs> that's a good point. That is a good point. Um, uh, do we see similar running back splits for Robinson and ETN? I think ETN actually had more opportunities, but Robinson obviously performed better with his. Yeah, they were really close to 50 50. And that's kind of Doug Peterson's MO uh, committee. So I think they, they found the balance in that. And obviously, if if Robinson starts getting stuffed, that ETN could get a few more targets. But yeah, I, I think it'll be around 50 50 again. Okay, obvious starts, Jonathan Taylor, Pittman, if healthy, and Christian Kirk. Yeah, if you got him, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's yep. a flex. He looked really good last week. All right, and right with that, uh, will Kirk and Zay Jones have the same volume as last week? They both tied for the lead and targets on the team. Yeah. And they, is Zay, yeah. Is uh, Zay Jones worth a flex? No, I wouldn't no? flex okay. Zay Jones, no. Uh any other pass catchers on either team worth the risk? No. Okay. All right. And uh, we both got the Colts as of now. We all four of us got the Colts as of now. I know. Dolphins and Ravens. Uh, this has got pretty obvious starts. You're starting Lamar Jackson. Uh, you're starting Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. Do we feel safe starting Tua Edmonds? Kenyon Drake, Rashad Bateman, or Devin Duvernay? Bateman is in consideration for a flex. I'm not starting Duvernay. I'm probably not starting Tua unless you're a DAC owner and you're looking for a fill-in. I know that Marlon Humphrey was on the injury report for the Ravens, so maybe their pass defense will be a little softer. But um, yeah. What about Chase Edmonds? 
Yeah, I mean, you could play him depending on your your situation. Um, flex low end RB two. All right, and if Dobbins is active, active, do you are we taking the risk? We talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, you kind of, you know, depending on your situation, if he's your third or fourth running back, and you can stand to wait another week, I would. But if you need to, I think he will. I don't think he'll crush you if you have to play him. Yeah, I, at the top of the show, I said 12 to 15 touches. I think that's probably what he's going to get. So I think he'd probably get goal line carries too, but they got to get there. So any other flyers for either team? No, no. Uh, my, my goal for this game is Isaiah likely to get more involved. I didn't put on my obvious starts as Mark Andrews. Yeah. Totally flipped my mind. But yes, Mark Andrews is an obvious start. That's yes. my bad. Did Joe crush me on that one? Hold on. No, he didn't. They will not rush against the Jets. We held the Ravens to the lowest. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> Joe talking about Jets winning and Yeah, Jets who knows? Staggering numbers. 17-13. Okay. All right. Uh Hey, Who do we have winning in this one? Looks like you and Ryan have the Ravens winning. Me and Joe have the Dolphins winning this one. I just took the better quarterback in this one. So smart. All right. Bucks at Saints. All right. We talked about a little bit of this hmm. because of uh, all the injuries. Are we worried about the Bucks passing game because of the O line and now all the wide receiver injuries? Yep. Uh, Brady got pressured a little bit. Where's Dallas? Um, right up the middle where he doesn't like it. Yeah. So, Saints have decent rushers. I think they'll do some creative things. And, obviously, since Brady's been with the Bucks in his, his two years, the Saints have given him a pretty hard time. So, mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about this one, um, especially if all those receivers sit. I don't think they will. I think Evans will probably play as a game-time decision. And I don't know about Julio, but he'll find a way. But I, I, I just would not feel good about starting any Bucks player in this one. All right. So, uh, is the Saints' passing game going to look like it did in Week One, or was that mostly a product of them playing from behind for a good chunk of the game? Yeah, they were in two-minute mode, desperation mode, pretty much a whole second half. Um, we saw what the Bucks did to the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys are pretty depleted, but. They're a tough defense. I think this could be a lower scoring game too. Um, yeah. Two pretty good defenses. All right. Ass- assuming that everyone plays, uh, Brady, Mike Evans, Alvin Kamara, Leonard Fournette, they're all must starts. Um, what about Julio? If he plays, is he a must start? Not a must start, but he could be in flex consideration. Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, or Chris Olave. Like we said, they were in catch-up mode a lot, so we don't know really who because they all had good volume and or touchdowns. So who do you trust more, I guess, would be my question out of those wide receivers. I think if you drafted Mike Williams, you're probably starting him in your flex. Um, Michael Thomas, you mean? Yeah, what did I say? Mike Williams. Yeah, I said my. Sorry, right. you're you're watching the game too. Game. I understand. Yeah. No, I actually, I'm I'm trying not to watch the actual game. I just got the ESPN Gamecast going. So. Joe says Rashad. 
Joe says Rashad White is a flex. I tend to disagree with that. Yes, he got usage, but unless Fournette actually gets injured, I don't think he'll be that great. If Fournette misses, that's in consideration. If for yes, if Fournette misses, then a hundred percent. But if Fournette is playing, I I wouldn't want Rashad White in my flex. Yeah, yeah. If, if Fournette's active, I wouldn't do that. All right, you all have the Bucks winning this game. I actually took the Saints. I'm sure you'll uh, change it if some of these wide receivers miss. Yeah, it'll be tough. Hard to bet against Brady, but this team's giving him problems. And if he has none of his weapons and his line sucks. Okay, we've so got much. we've got the Commanders at the Lions. So as Carson Wentz for real finishes the QB three last week. Uh, he can be for real on this one. There's the uh, Lions' terrible pass defense. So he's definitely streamable if you're a DAC owner or maybe have Brady. I think I would play once over Brady this week, honestly. Nice. Nice. Uh, should we worry about – see, I wrote this. Should we, should we worry about the wide receiver usage? I'm going to go with, I mean, the commanders because Curtis Samuel is a target hog. Uh, McLaurin, I believe, got a touchdown, and John Dotson got two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So who do we trust more? I'm going to take, I would say Curtis Samuel with the targets. He got this more looks. Yeah. I don't know. This could be spotty and, and something, someone different every week. Yeah. So it's hard. Yeah, it's to definitely say, dangerous. Week one, it's Curtis Samuel. He got peppered with targets, even though he didn't yeah. rack up the yards. He just they had him everywhere on the field. Right. Um, should Jamal Williams be a flex play, even if DeAndre Swift is active? Not for me. Yeah, don't go chasing the two touchdowns. He's not going to get two touchdowns every week. However, if DeAndre Swift misses, he's a start as a viable running back too, I believe. He's going to get the touches. Uh, will Antonio Gibson help solidify his starting role if he does well when Brian Robinson returns? I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. The heat is turning up on that. I don't know if you saw that clip of Brian Robinson posting on his Instagram doing yeah, the ladder he's... work. He was moving around pretty good. I, I think yeah. he's going to be back pretty soon. So, um, I mean. Yeah, he better come out and ball out again to try to secure his job. I mean, he I still think really good. Honestly, I still think that they can give Brian Robinson the early work and then give Antonio Gibson the passing down work and just goodbye McKissick. I, I agree. I mean, Gibson looked great catching the ball Sunday. Really good. All right. All any wide yeah. Any wide receiver for the Lions outside of St. Brown worth trusting? No. Okay. Not for me. All right, who you got winning? Uh, me and you both have the Lions. Ryan, and, yeah, Ryan and Joe have the Manders. We're going for the ups. Actually, I think they're favored. The Lions are they're favored. two point favorites at home. Yep. So, all right, Seahawks at 49ers. Is Lance on the hot seat after this week if he doesn't play well this week? Uh during the the broadcast during last week's game, they said there is no leash for 
Trey Lance is just his job. And I just don't know that I can believe that because the 49ers have one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. And are you just going to waste the years of being able to be competitive with a quarterback that got you to the Super Bowl, a quarterback that got you to the NFC Championship? Right. Done nothing but win for you? I, I just think that's a mistake. Um, so I, I think if he comes out and really struggles in this one, there is this, there's a chance that in the second quarter of the season, it's Jimmy G if, if Lance can't. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Seahawks defense doesn't really scare me, but. All right, which running back steps up for the 49ers? Is it Wilson? Is it Davis Price? Is it that Jordan Davis? Or are we just trying to stay away from it pretty much completely? Jordan Mason. Uh, Jordan Mason. I think Jordan Wilson Davis gets... is a defensive tackle. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wilson's going to get the first crack at it, and then we'll see. I mean, they took – Davis Price in the third round, so and he looked pretty good in the preseason. So I I would, would not be shocked if they just came out and gave him twenty carries because Shanahan hates fantasy football like Belichick does. Right. But <laughs> they also signed Marlon Mack to their practice squad. So that's something to watch going forward too. Yep. All right. Are we worried about Debo Samuel's wide receiver usage? He only had four targets all game. Or are we uh, blaming that on the monsoon. I'm blaming it on the monsoon. Okay. But is Geno Smith a start in two QB leagues? No. Okay. Uh, do we trust DK Metcalf? Had seven targets, seven or seven receptions. I mean, for, they're going to force the ball to him. So I and, got him uh, in our league. <laughs> we got a we got a bench locket situation, right? Yeah, I would not start Lockett. Okay. Is uh, Rashad Penny still safe to start now with it looking like that Kenneth Walker might be active for game day? <sighs> tough run defense. Um, that's a tough call. I, I Come mean, on. My dynasty team needs to hear good news from me right now, man. I, well, your dynasty team needs to start him. but Yeah. No, that's why it needs good news. I uh, I mean, I think he's flex, fringe flex. Didn't he have a fumble last week too? I think so, yeah. All right, who we got winning? 49ers all the way across? Yep. Yeah, 49ers. You sounded super great about that. I just... All right, Falcons at Rams. This one's pretty straightforward. Cup dominance continues, obviously. Does Pitts get back to form in this one? I think he'll have more than he had last week. What do you have? Like two for 19? Yeah, it was abysmal. Yeah. All right. Uh, what were the Falcons running back splits? I haven't, you know, I haven't looked at that. Is Williams playing? What is it? Daryl Williams there? Damien. Damien um, Williams. There's too I many know. D Williams in the league right now. I know. I haven't seen anything about that, uh, <laughs> but what do we think the splits will be if they're both, if Cordero and Damien are both playing. He missed practice today with sore ribs. Sore ribs, huh? Uh, Yahoo Sports says Falcons week two injury report. Damian Williams out again. That's talking about practice, though. So. Joe says 75 yards and a TD for Pitts. We'll see. 
All right. It'll be interesting um, because I think their game script will be flipped. Last week they were up big on the Saints, and now I think they're going to be the ones behind. So I think Mariota will have to throw a little more in this one. Right. All right. Will Akers get more involved this week? I think he will. Okay. There's that quote from McVay that really suggested that he was kind of lollygagging. So I think if he showed a little bit more urgency in practice this week, I think he'll probably earn more touches. All righty. Um, and do we trust Drake London or Allen Robinson? I'm fine with Drake London. He had, uh, he had a few targets. And he looked, if it's passing more. And he looked, he, I mean, he looked really good. Like great route running Just looks like a pro bowl NFL wide receiver. So, okay. um, and then Robinson, if you drafted him, you're probably starting him in this pretty good matchup with Cup probably taking AJ Terrell away. So, if he can't get it done in this one, you should definitely panic. All right. And we all have the Rams winning this. Yeah. Obviously. All right. Cardinals at Raiders. Is Carr a top five QB against this porous Cardinals defense? He- I say yes. If he throws the open receiver and not just Devontae Adams, then I yes. think he'd do it if he just throws a Devontae Adams, if I'm being honest. The Cardinals do not look good. No. Um, and the next thing is Adams' usage. We talked about this the other day. None of us believe it's going to be whatever, 47% target share or whatever. But I do believe it's mid-30s. Um, you agree with that? Yeah. Adams made a point to bring up that his family's or and like his grandma's come to the game for the first time in his career. Like, I think yeah. they're going to try and show out. So, uh, are we benching every other Raider pass catcher, not named Darren Waller, I assume for now. Yeah. Like Hunter Renfro is probably the only other one. Um, he just didn't get the looks he got last year so far. Some of those targets just need to start coming his way. All right. Oh, Are my. We were... Sorry. What happened? A 41-yard touchdown by Mahomes. To whom? Justin Watson. What the fuck is he doing catching passes? Anyways, um, are we worried about Josh Jacobs' 10 carries usage? Raiders or... barely ran the ball last week. Yeah, is this something we think will change? And last week was like a look at the shiny new toy type of offense they were running. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll have more than 12 carries, I would hope. And I hope I mean, McDaniel let... normally likes running the ball, right? I'm not yeah, imagining I, that. I'd like to see Zamira White get some touches too, but that was just go away, Brandon Bolden. You're a special right. teamer. Yeah. Meet you. Uh, Cardinals offense, is it doomed without DeAndre Hopkins? I know they came out and they were saying that, you know, when you have someone like Marquise Hollywood Brown, you need to get him more targets. So what what do we think? Maybe in NFL terms they're doomed, but for fantasy, the way that their defense played week one, I think it's great because they're going to be in higher scoring games and shootouts and maybe playing catch up. So I right. think, you know, Kyler could, should be able to, should be able to generate some some yards in this one. Herbert threw for what three hundred, just under three hundred and three touchdowns. 
All right. Outside of Devontae Adams and Hollywood, what wide receivers are worth a start? I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Renfro, unless you're in a deeper league, you're probably not putting him in. Um, and then on the, the Cardinals side, Rondell Moore is not going to play in this one. And he had Dorch, but uh, Dorch. you can't trust him yet. So, Yeah, one more week for the Dorch. Yes. All right, and we all have the Raiders winning that game as well. Texans at Broncos. Will the Broncos offense pick it up and not drop it? <laughs> uh, they got to win the game. They need this one. So, um, I think so. I, I mean, they, they didn't look bad. They just, in crucial moments, turned it over. They should have. Yeah, what was it? Two goal line fumbles. Two goal line fumbles. That's crazy. Yeah, they should have won this game handedly, really. Yes. Um, okay, the Texans running back split. Lovey's talking Dame... up fierce and saying he needs to get him more touches. So all right, we'll see what happens there. Are we are do you feel comfortable starting either Burkhead or Pierce? Do I feel comfortable? No, but some leagues I have to start Damian Pierce. So I'm doing that. All right. OJ Howard. Last week, he only had two targets, two catches, but two touchdowns. If he comes out this week's this week and gets more targets, it looks like a more integral part of this offense. Do we trust him as a viable play? I know we were all kind of silently hyped up about Brevin Jordan because there is no one else really besides Brandon Cooks in this offense. Um, So if he gets more targets, will we trust him going forward? Yeah, if he, if he starts getting looks now that he's getting more integrated into the offense. Um, okay. They plugged him into the red zone package, so hopefully uh, in the green area too he can start getting yeah. some looks. Yeah, he might be someone to, if you have an extra spot in deep rosters, maybe stash on your bench, you might be able to get something out of him later. And if he doesn't get more targets this week, then you know and you can drop him again anyway. Yeah, so. if you really, really waited on tight end and got like yeah. – Austin Hooper, Irv Smith, he's probably worth stashing. It's an emergency. All right. More tight end stuff. Is the Broncos tight ends by committee? Or do we think Albert O will become more of the focal point from the tight ends perspective? Because there was Andrew Beck, Albert O, and like I want to say two other tight ends caught passes outside of those guys. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think Albert O is probably the main guy, but um Russell Wilson threw a lot of short passes in this one, so Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I get right. I mean uh, you can yeah. have to start Albert O if you need to. Yeah. It's it, it, yeah, but I mean that Andrew Beck, he had a really nice catch. I don't know if yeah. you've seen it. I did it was a beautiful catch. All right, obviously. You know, we you're gonna start Judy and Sutton because you drafted them high. You're starting Russell Wilson against the Texans. Obviously, you're not starting Davis Mills. Definitely starting Brendan Cooks. We talked about the running backs. Start Javante, Flex, Melvin Gordon. Um, and I believe we all have the Broncos winning this game. We do. Moving on, Bengals at Cowboys. Can the Bengals' offensive line protect Burrow 
against a very good Cowboys defense. I don't think it can get worse. I don't think they'll give up seven sacks. Um, I think the Bengals can do okay in this one. Um, you can beat you can beat the Cowboys corners. You just gotta have that little bit of time. But Chase, I think, definitely can uh, definitely can get loose. You won't, pussy. If you're listening, Joe just commented that he may change his game pick to the Texans. Oh, yeah. Audio. Yeah. <laughs> On the podcast, just think you randomly call me a pussy. I mean, it wouldn't be outside of the realm of things I would do. No. Uh, is Tyler Boyd a safe start if T. Higgins is out with that concussion? Yeah, you can flex him. Okay. Um, when when he misses, when Higgins misses, Boyd gets a lot of looks. So, all right, and here's the question of the day: Can you start any Cowboys wide receiver right now without Dak or CD Lamb? CD Lamb, that's probably it. Dalton Schultz, maybe. Yeah, Schultz. You can start Schultz and Lamb. That's it. Zeke and Pollard flex plays. Zeke. Um... I don't know. Pollard couldn't get anything going, which surprised me. We won. So unless you're desperate, I would just stick with uh, Zeke. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, you're starting Joe Mixon on the other side. Yes. Um, and we all have the Bengals winning this game. Bears at Packers. We talked about Alan Lazard a little bit earlier, and we're starting him if he plays right. In consideration for flex, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is Justin Fields a start in good weather? You can. Um, if, if you had Dak, he can, you could plug him in with his rushing. I think he's probably going to rush for – I would guess he's going to rush between 40 and 50 yards in this one. Um, I just think the Packers' game plan for this game – is going to be ground and pound slow rate of play. So they could eat a lot of clock. Another reason why I'm not big in a Lazard, I think this is an A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones game. So that worries me as a Bears fan and fantasy owner of Bears players. I think <laughs> the uh, time possession could be very lopsided in this one. Right. Um, are we worried about Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet? Or are we chalking that up to the monsoon that was monsoon and also commit the first half we saw uh nick bosa really give the line some fits so the second half pretty much probably over half the place they left cole commit into block because like george kittle he's a good blocker and he was chipping nick bosa and wasn't even running routes so that that was part of it um so i, I think they're going to be fine they're not scoring that much, Joe. Fuck off. 34 to Joe They're says 34 to 13. Packers. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Who's going to score all those points, Joe? Anyways, uh, God, he's got me flustered now. I noticed. I don't even know what I was saying. That's all right. We'll move on. Are Sorry we worried? About, about, Mooney. Are we worried about Aaron Rodgers? Fantasy. Think, Come on, JJ. I'm, look who I picked <laughs> in the game. That's hard for me. Uh, I think he probably throws for like 
between 200 and 250 and two to three touchdowns. So I don't think he has a massive ceiling. So he's not going to blow the top off and have one of those 300 yards and four touchdown games like he used to have against the Bears. So right. you can start him, but I, I don't expect massive numbers. All right. And uh, are we worried about the running back snaps for both teams? I know you were a very big proponent of people hating on Dave Montgomery and, you know, the Cleo Herbert stuff, but week one, it almost looked like they really were 50, 50 in this stuff for, except for it that was, first little it bit. Was a, it was a rotation. It was two series for Montgomery and one for Herbert. I think they're going to keep that up. Um, you look at the stat lines. Oh, Herbert did more, but if you watch the game, Herbert was the only one that got plays where there was a hole. And Luke Getze actually acknowledged that in the press conference he had today and said, you know, Khalil Herbert had better looks than Montgomery because there were actually holes there. And not nothing against him, but he capitalized like he should. So um, I think the split stays the same. I think Montgomery had – I think he got 66% of the snaps, which is two-thirds, which adds up to two series for him and one for Herbert. Um, all right. So, and we all have the Packers winning this game. We have a comment from someone that's not Joe, and it says Gibson, Brian Robinson, and McLaurin for Renfro, Corey Davis, and Aaron Jones. Um, what side would you be on, JJ? Who's the best? So I, I'd think, man, Gibson looked good week one. That's You're essentially. Tough. The way I feel about this, though, with, with the Gibson-Robinson side, you're getting one player with those two players. Yeah. And then McLaurin didn't look great. I think I would be on the Renfro, Corey Davis, and Aaron Jones side. Uh, Corey Davis, when Zach Wilson comes back, could see better quarterback play. I'm saying it right now. I think Zach Wilson at this point is better than Joe Flacco. Um. Renfro, like we talked about earlier, I think this, uh, I think the wide receiver usage for the Raiders skews back a little bit. So I think I would be on the Renfro, Corey Davis, Aaron Jones side, but the upside is bigger with McLaurin. I think Aaron Jones is the best player in the trade, but his usage for week one just is kind of making me hesitate, but. Um, and I, I, I just feel like Brian Robinson and Gibson could almost cancel each other out. Yeah, I think I, if you have another receiver besides McLaurin, I think I would do it to get eight Aaron Jones. Yeah. All right, we got two games left: Titans at Bills. Um, is it going to be more of the same from the Bills? Pass, 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 and run here and there. I think so. Josh Allen is superstar and he does both things for them so they don't even need running backs so i think he has another monster game versus the titans defense that uh let's saquon massacre them so all right and uh will robert woods have a better week in week two or is this titans the rookie show now with Traylon burks and kyle phillips it can't get worse uh so I think I would uh, – I would say he's going to be better, but I would not play him. Uh, if you already have Devontae, I don't know if I would go 
They're not on the same team anymore. Devontae and Hunter Renfro. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were Jones and Devontae. Gibson, Sanders. Oh, so, yeah. Gibson, Sanders, and Mixon are the running backs. No, I think in this case, I wouldn't want, I would keep the, I would keep the, I would keep what you have with McLaurin and Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, and Mike Godwin. Um, I, I wouldn't want Devontae and Hunter Renfro. Now you're just taking away another player out well, of that trade. The thing is, he probably wouldn't start Renfro. He'd just be on his bench. So he'd start Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, Chris Godwin, and then have Aaron Jones and. Yeah, but right Joe. now T. Higgins and Chris Godwin are both injured. Yeah, and could not be back. I th- I think right now I would keep what you have. Um, not getting Aaron Jones could be bad, but I think your team will be better with. Uh, because right now you could have Gibson or Brian Robinson in your flex, and they're both good flex. Mixon is your one. Sanders is your two, and I think you'd be set there. All right, Titans, Bills, we are to the, uh, Henry's lack of usage on third down. Uh, I know he's never been much of a pass catching back, but last year we've seen him way more involved. Um, that definitely hurts his upside. And not only that, but he didn't, you know, go super crazy on the ground either. Are we worried about Henry? Not at this point. Um, but they're lying. Didn't look that great. And, uh, yeah, it was week one. We'll, we'll see. And Bill's another tough matchup, even though he had a lot of success for them last year. Um, it's still a pretty tough defense, I think. So, especially the addition of Von Miller. So, All right. We'll see. I, I'm All not right. worried yet. <laughs> but watch it. Yes. Okay, Isaiah McK- McKenzie and Kyle Phillips. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie had three targets, two catches for 19 yards and a touchdown. Kyle Phillips, nine targets, six receptions, 66 yards. Are these guys worth flex plays? Uh, In deeper leagues, you can start Phillips. McKenzie, I would not play. He split time with Crowder in that slot role, and that's Mm -hmm. you don't want a a part-time third option on. That was a great offense. Too many miles to feed. Um, yeah, McKen- like you said, he split, and you know, you're hoping for the touchdown there. Kyle Phillips monitor a shoulder injury, but I think if it's a go, I think he's definitely flex worthy. Nine targets is you earn targets, you know, you don't just you get yeah, targets because you're open. Yes, he was getting open. All right, and we all chose the Bills to win this game. All right, the last game on the docket, we got the Vikings at the Eagles, the second of the Monday night games. Um, Will one of these teams be as exposed in week two as not as high-powered offense as they seemed in week one? No. I think on paper this is going to be a higher-scoring game. Uh, who do we trust in the Eagles running back room? All three of them had a touchdown. Plus there's Jalen hurts. Um, I'm still going to say miles Sanders 
He had the most work out of all three of them. If you take away the touchdowns from the other two, you you know, their week doesn't look as good. Yeah, it was just charity by Nick Sirianni. Yeah. I would not start Gainwell or Boston Scott. I think Miles Sanders gets the touches when the game counts the most. So they kind of had the game in hand when they were giving them those cheap goal line carries. All right. Uh, is Devontae Smith a bench for the Eagles? I believe he got zero targets in week one. He had, he had four targets with zero catches. Oh, four targets, zero catches. Um, yeah, you can't play him right now. And what about Adam Thielen? Under consideration for the flex. Um, Eagles have Darius Slay and Bradbury, but they gave up plenty of uh, catches to Amon Ross St. Brown last week. So, yeah, he, you can play him in the flex if you need to. All right, and uh, and the long list of early running backs taken in fantasy football that didn't really perform that great. Delvin Cook, is this we're just wiping it under the rug as some week one foolishness? Yeah, uh, I saw what DeAndre Swift did to the Eagles last week. So uh, if he can do it, Dobbin certainly can. So I think he'll get loose on a couple plays, probably break his touchdown cold streak and get in. Yeah, and we all have the Vikings winning this game. I think I picked the Eagles. Did you? I think I did. Until you sure did. Okay, yep, you picked the Eagles. The rest of us have the Vikings. All right, and uh, that is it. We made it through all of our games in under an hour. Some said it couldn't be done, but apparently we just needed the right person running it. It was done with time to spare. <laughs> it was done with time to spare. All right. So if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you go down, like, and subscribe. Uh, also make sure you go over to Apple podcasts, leave us a review. It really helps the show go to our website, www.garbagetimeff.com. Make sure you leave us a voicemail or a hate mail, uh, Instagram, garbage time, fantasy football, Twitter at garbage underscore time FF. You can also find us on Spotify and all the major podcast platforms where you would listen to them. Uh, do you have anything else to add? Mr. LaPlante? Nope. Good luck with all your teams. If you have any starter set questions, hit my Twitter that's under my ugly mug and I'll uh, get you sorted. You can hit my Twitter also under my ugly mug uh, at HSSI Fantasy. Uh, that being said, have a wonderful day, everyone. Go Giants. Go Giants.